When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast on SEN. Well, Brooke Bushkull is an Aussie long jumper and a dual Commonwealth Games silver medalist. And in a big year for Brooke Kane, an Olympic year, of course, she joins us on the line this morning. Brooke, welcome to SEN. Great to have you along. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's a good resume. I should have added uh, dual Olympic finalist uh, as well. So an Olympic year, does, does everything feel, it's months away, of course, but does everything already feel a little bit heightened? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think an Olympic year always brings a lot more excitement to the year. Um, And yeah, with the domestic season underway here in Australia, um, yeah, all eyes are on Paris. And um, yeah, it's obviously such an exciting year. So there's a lot to look forward to. Brooke, you've been doing it for a long time, but we love the Olympics for for the pressure of it, I guess, and the four-year build-up to get to that one moment. What have you learned over the time you've been an elite athlete to help you deal with that emotional pressure that athletes can put on themselves? Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing thing that I've learned is just stay really composed um, in the moment. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of distractions around you when you're at an Olympic Games. Um, Tokyo was probably a little bit different with um, not so much of a crowd. But, um, yeah, I think really just sort of soaking in, um, you know, the experience and um, using that experience that you've got behind you as well and just sort of treating these big competitions like they're just a training session really, like you're, you know, you're at the top of the runway and, just do what you do in training and, you know, go through all your cues and, and the process. Um, and yeah, just stay composed, which is sometimes hard to do. Um, as I said, there's a lot of distractions and a lot of pressure and expectation that you put on yourself, but um, yeah, it's really just about, you know, doing the best that you can do on the day and just enjoying it while you're doing so. In a sport like yours where you're, you're searching for millimetres or, or centimetres and you're not seeing big gains like from, from day to day, how do you focus on just the, the little gains and what leads you to getting that success? Is that also difficult and sometimes monotonous? Yeah, it, it definitely can be. I mean, um, you know, I jumped the Australian record back in 2016 of seven metres and five centimetres. And then I went um, six years without jumping another yeah. personal best um, until 2022 when I jumped 7.13. So um, it can be pretty frustrating, but, you know, that's why you train. You train to, um, you know, be able to work on the little things that can sort of help you get those centimetres that you're after. Um but, yeah, it's really just about conditions as well. Um, a lot of the time in long jump, making sure that, you know, you're getting your run up right, adjusting accordingly. Um, but, yeah, it, it can be frustrating and sometimes you do have to wait a long time to to see improvements. But um, it's definitely very worthwhile when you, you do have those successes and, you yeah, you do see um, a lot of the hard work pay off. Mm. A lot of commentary around shoes in in running, but particularly road running. But it has moved on to the track. Has there been an advancement in shoe technology in your sport that has helped 
you with your spring off the mat or, or not? <laughs> um, Nike did bring out um, a similar long jump spike to, to their sprinting version. Um, so I definitely feel like that was a bit advantageous for, for Nike athletes at the time I was wearing Adidas. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's to the same extent as, you know, some of the shoes and footwear that, um, you know, a lot of the road running athletes are wearing. Uh, but who knows what's to come. <laughs> yeah. Did they crack, did they crack down on that Nike shoe or it was allowed? No, it's, it's allowed. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, a lot of Nike athletes, I, I think most brands now we're bringing out or have brought out a similar, version of the spike um mm. so it's probably a pretty level playing field now anyway so brooke how are you placed uh, where are we we're at the 8th of february looking ahead to paris uh, obviously you had an awesome 2022 the silver at the com games obviously seventh in tokyo at the olympics as we mentioned um the world yep. champs budapest probably didn't go the way you wanted last year so no how, <laughs> how have you moved on from that or have you and, and where do you sit performance wise at the moment yeah, I'm definitely in a in a better place um, mentally and physically this year. Last year, yeah, mentally, I you know I was just really struggling, and um, you know I think yeah, just putting a lot of pressure on myself. And when I wasn't performing to the level that I knew that I could, particularly after a you know a really successful 2022 season, um, I kind of just assumed that everything was going to flow on from that, and that. It really didn't. Um, so, yeah, last year was a bit of a struggle and, um, you know, underperformed at um, the major championship at the World Champs in Budapest. Um, and, yeah, just really wasn't coping so well. Um, so, yeah, definitely, you know, put a lot of time into getting my mindset right. Um, you know, been working pretty closely with my sports psychologist just around, um, you know, focusing just on the process, not so much outcomes and yeah, just really back to enjoying my sport for what it is. Um, mm. So yeah, in a, in a really good place this year and the domestic season's underway here in Australia. So um, yeah, got a few interstate meets and a couple of meets in New Zealand coming up, which is really exciting. Um, but yeah, hoping to jump the, the standard for Paris um, over the, yeah, over the coming months. What's the standard? I have to jump 686. Yeah, I think you'll be. And your personal best is 7.13, is it? 7.13. So I know that I definitely can do it. Um, yeah, just got to do it within the qualifying period. But there's also another way of qualifying. They have um, a point system, like a rank, world ranking system. Um, so, yeah, I think mm. I, I'd like to hope that, um, you know, I'd have a really good chance of getting in on the points ranking system if I was to not get the qualifying standard. But... I have a pretty good feeling about this season. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure I can I can get it done. We're backing you in. Brooke, uh, we had Tori Lewis, the sprinting sensation on mm. the program last week. You've formed a, a bit of a mentor role for her because you both suffer from celiac disease and she's sought your guidance on this. What's that relationship been like and how, uh, I guess, inhibiting is that for, for a pro professional athlete, excuse me, to, to have that condition? Yeah, it's um, it, it's so incredible to see Tori doing so well um, on the track. Uh, for her to run a time like she did at, at her age is absolutely incredible. Um, 
And yeah, for her to also be a fellow celiac, um, yeah, completely understand how, how tough it is and how challenging it can be for her. So um, yeah, it's been amazing to, to share, you know, the journey with her. Um, and yeah, it's, it was awesome last year traveling overseas and um, you know, we got to spend a little bit of time together and yeah, it's, it's so nice to be able to have someone that just understands, um, you know, how difficult, I guess, traveling as a professional athlete with celiac disease can be um, particularly around, you know, cross contamination and, um, you know, sometimes just not having food options that, you know, are safe. Um, so yeah, it can be pretty difficult. So yeah, all credit to her for, um, you know, being able to live with celiac disease and, and mm. still be able to reach her potential. It's, it's pretty incredible. Brooke, awesome to have you on. Uh, we, we obviously wish you the best of luck for a massive year for, for you in, in, in your in your sport and what you're doing. Um, good luck on domestic scene and over, obviously over in New Zealand and then obviously a big dad over in Paris after that. All the best with it. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Then uh, there's the Australian long jumper, the Australian record holder, 7.13 metres in the long jump. Brooke Bushkull joining us. So, Kane, your boys, uh, Raf, Eddie and Sonny, want to watch the uh, Super Bowl instead of going to school. At least two of the three do. Well, the young, yeah, the young one's not phased by it, but if his brothers are having the day off, he may as well stop the school run and keep him home as well. Colin in Altona Meadows. Time to queue up an important life lesson for the Corns boys. Disappointment. Part of being an adult is not always getting what you want. Having said that, I have leave booked in and I'm looking forward to my first pint at 9.30am. So there you go. <laughs> a lot of texts coming through on what you should and shouldn't do there. The Toyota Call of the Year is back. It's a chance to win a 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport Grunt Class. Packed with technology. Just search Toyota Hilux today. Oh, it's like Carmen San Diego. Where in the world is Jared Waitley? What's he well, been doing over in Vegas? I, in the news, Nathan brought us the news that someone had climbed the sphere and was arrested for doing it. I wonder if has anyone seen Jared? He's gone rogue. Right,